With that, welcome back. Episode 77 of Propel's Talk presented to you by Company Burger, Ornitos Tequila, and Boot Crew Media. After this uh, podcast, I think I'm going to have to have some Ornitos Tequila. The crew is back after a long hiatus. In Ross Sivano, Stephen Offner, Justin Napoli. Hey, what's up? What's up, guys? Ross, how you doing, brother? Did you just third person yourself, by the way? I did. Did you? <laughs> that felt weird coming off. Like <laughs> that was a weird. That was weird. Ross, what's going on? Not much. Uh, are you? Season's about to start. Are yeah. you still looking up the Uncrustables right now? <laughs> no, no. I just got off of it. I still. I don't. I mean, I, I can't I, believe I'm, you don't know what an Uncrustable just, is. I, I guess just, I'm taking the oh L on the Uncrustable. Like, yeah. I don't know what the hell it is. Basically, what we're saying is put some put an Uncrustable in the air fryer. Change your life. That's where we are right now. I need something to change. You know who life. you know who's been putting some uncrustables in an air fryer? <laughs> <laughs> Number one. <laughs> nice segue there yes. into our very, very disheartening preseason. Steven, what's going on? Good to uh, see you. Nothing much, bud. Just here enjoying this uh what I just found out to be water that is labeled as liquid death. So good, by the way. There it is. Liquid thought death. It was, thought it was coffee this whole time. I turned into liquid the wrong death. Way. There you go. There it is. Look at that. Um, see it there. That's it's really cool. good. Anyways, really good to see your faces back as you're doing a taste test right now. Um, let's just dive in. We're going to preview the season, uh, but I, I can't do this podcast without giving my thoughts on Zion Williamson. Um, and it, it's a little disheartening to continuously have these problems. Um, it started It started day one with David Griffin. I'm going to get into that. But every, I think every year we're dealing with something with this kid, right? So the first year, we're worried about him getting hurt. Then the bubble happened, the pandemic. We held him out. All this secret stuff of why he's not in the bubble. He leaves for nine days. What happened then? You know, year two, um, you know, no fans in the stands. He's not playing defense. He's putting up incredible offensive numbers. Though. He's averaging 20. So he was, he was absolutely incredible. But then this offseason... Family doesn't like New Orleans. Zion doesn't like New Orleans. Wants to get traded. I'm tired with all the bullshit. Either start winning and want to be here, or just get the fuck out. Okay, like the guys never won anything. Okay, and and David Griffin, I blame both of them, sure. Zion Williamson and David Griffin. David Griffin from day one should have welcomed Zion's parents. Here you go, welcome to New Orleans press conference. Mom, dad, great. After that, all right, see you later. Bye bye. Zion is ours. And we're going to deal with him. Now, we're hearing two weeks ago in, in Gref, Griffin's presser that they're meeting with Zion Williamson, his parents, and the medical staff. Why are his parents? And why are his parents? What, what do we need to meet? This isn't high school, Ross. What, what am I missing? I'm sorry, but his parents don't need to be decision makers in an NBA franchise. Yeah, it, it seems like they never took the kid gloves off of him. Like we. You know, I mean, the guy's referred to by one name. <laughs> he's not Prince. And so, I mean, no, but but part of that goes, it, it, it's almost like that, that he's, you know, I don't know whether it's that they're afraid, you know, he's going to leave or they were just, you know, he got so big so fast from a, you know, from a, a non-basketball perspective, right? Like he just is a. <laughs> what are we talking about? That's not, sad. Not that, that's sad. But yeah, and, and so it's like, it's almost like they can't put that back in the box now. And and I don't, I, I really don't know what the path forward, I mean, I well, mm. we can there's a path forward. I, yeah, there is, but I I don't know what the future holds for this because this is a, it's getting worse. Two out of three years, she's missed opening day. He ain't making opening day. No, Two no not a years. chance. Not a chance. And and I mean, let's let's not tiptoe around it. I mean, where the hell's he been? Like we're, we're definitely like, talking about that. I'll tell you that we're talking. And about it's that. I mean, you, you like, I mean, he's not around the team. Nope. 
he's miss, he's missing team activities. <laughs> we don't see him on the sideline, like being a good teammate. Yeah. What the hell is going on, Steven? I would I would not have a problem with his parents being involved in this if it wasn't for all the bullshit that surrounds yeah. it. You know, like obviously, you know, he's what he's 21. And yeah, he's making some pretty big decisions right now. It wouldn't hurt to maybe have your parents involved in it, but also at the same time with every little thing that's come out. I mean, didn't they say some, his mom was upset last year and then it came out that it's like estranged uncle said it yeah, or something it's, like it's something. It's something new every week or two with this guy. Yeah, and it's it's you're you're coddling him a bit. No, you're coddling him a, a lot. lot. You're, you're, you're right. That, you're coddling really, him a lot, and that's, that's really the, the issue. It, it's it's the guy. Uh, and look, he's a superstar. Let's call it what it is. He's, is he's he? A superstar. No, 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 here's no, the he's thing. A he, well, let's let's. He's an absolute, probably international superstar. International superstar. He's as marketable as Kobe Bryant and LeBron James. You're saying here right now today, he is. He's as marketable as them to be it's a, a good worldwide question. superstar. I don't know. I don't, I don't so. know. I don't know. I don't know that I would agree that on an international scale, he's as marketable as LeBron. Yeah, but it's yet. but it's but it's damn close. You think with all of this crap that's happening at the beginning of his year, LeBron James, when he came out, just came out guns a blazing, mm-hmm. signed a big shoe deal, got all this stuff, but never had these issues up until about year six or seven. Yeah, when he was when he signed when he's, yeah when he was Which getting you know frustrated, and that's what I want to get into. Zion Williamson since day one has shown up to overweight to preseason training camp every year, mm-hmm. every year, and his excuse. In his presser two weeks ago is he was going so hard. You've been hurt. You've been hurt. I've been hurt. I know when I get hurt, I know the exact moment and what happens, right? I like sprained my ankle. I land on some guy's foot. I that that's when I sprained my ankle. He says he was going so hard. There's not a specific date on it. No one knew about it besides David Griffin. How has no one right? How has no one known about it? He was at USC. He was at frat parties at Duke. He was at Duke. I'm just saying. I'm not saying he didn't break his foot. I, I, when is when was the date? I didn't know the date because it takes six weeks after surgery. So if they're saying in July, that should mean by September, he should be June, July, he should be getting back on the court at least. Sure. He hasn't ran yet. G14 classified, bro. Not, not yeah, but yeah. why is everything G14 classified <laughs> with this team? He's in one shit. I, that, it that, doesn't matter about the winning. It's the potential in the future of them. That's there is no court. I'm not saying they're doing it correctly. But that's got to be the mindset. If that's not the mindset, then something else is it's just horribly wrong. But, and then I'm going to get to you, Ross, in a second. But it's all the lies I can't get with. The piano sure. thing is a lie. That is a known damn fact that everybody in this room, everybody that covers the team knows that was a fact. Yeah. They put on a fake performance at Media Day. They are lying, consistently lying, lying, lying. In the bubble, they lied. He was overweight. Mm-hmm. He strained a hamstring. I'll do it. They said it was personal matters. So that's why he got in the 15-minute burst. He's overweight again because he broke his foot. Yep. They said that David Griffin didn't play the piano. He did play the piano. Yeah. The, uh, Everything's fucking fake. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll, I, I text you that right after. I, that I, don't, Call it exactly what it is. I mean, the, the media day thing was a performance. It's a damn lie. It was right. theater. It was, that was a performance. Yeah. There was probably not an ounce of truth. And, and even... Look, I'm not a psychologist or something. Isn't, so, it, isn't that kind my, of what media day is, though? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit, a little but bit. not in this yeah. situation. Sure. Where you've got major organizational issues. Your superstar apparently hates the GM. Mm-hmm. They've got all, like, 
that one felt felt like theater to me. And that's just the since they watching Zion now in these interviews and, and seeing him on the court, seeing the way he interacts with everyone. You could just watch that and see how uncomfortable he felt. You could like he was just not being himself. It felt like it just all felt fake and like lies. And now here we are two weeks later. We've got no more information. He's uh, no chance he's going to be ready to start the season. No. They're still just like at some point there's got to be that level of accountability and honesty from an organizational perspective of like Zion showed up not it, ready. Like, or, or you know, it, it, so, and I'm not saying you say it like that, but but just think there's about that the, false it becomes, hope. No, no, no. It becomes it becomes disingenuous to a fan base that's already struggling to hang on to you. And you, you like, you're, you're constantly lying. <laughs> you're constantly lying to these people and they want to be a fan of your organization, but why are they going to stick around and deal with this petty bullshit every year? If you can't get it now, I know I asked you this yesterday and I'm asked Ross. I don't know if you know it. Is there, you know how in the NFL there is where you have to, uh, you have to disclose the injuries and all that stuff. Like, is that the same thing in the NBA, or can they just? I know in the NBA, kind of do it all willy nilly. Because that, you know, that was the situation with the rest days, right? Like, there was like Kawhi Leonard has like a sprained ankle, but it was really right. a rest day, right? So, right. Like, I don't think they have to be factual with the injury report per se, NFL. But I know in the NFL, like Sean Payne, you'll Bill get Belichick, fined. You you'll do get, get fined. fined. Oh, you'll you'll get in trouble so, if you forge or for. I, I think the NBA is trying. I think the NBA is trying to fix that problem. The problem I have with David Griffin and Zion Williamson is that since day one, they've been hiding information. He wasn't ready preseason. Like in summer league, remember when he does like the whole flex, steals it from Knox Dunks, and he was fat as shit. Okay. <laughs> he was out of control. Sorry. I mean, he was big. He, he was big. Um, then throughout, the, he gets hurt. He comes back. The burst happened, right? Then the pandemic happens. The burst happened again. So like he showed up, out, he showed up overweight year one twice. Yeah, there's there's certain like I said, there's certainly Twice. an accountability issue from you know everybody. Forget the organization at all. I mean, Zion's got to realize this is a job, man. You got like, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to show up and play well, and you you've got you have an obligation to your teammates, the organization, and sure as hell the you know the city and the fans to get yourself in shape, man. Show up ready, like stop. He's overfilling this, Ross. Yeah, and that that's concerning to me. That that. I mean, it shows at least a, a at least a certain level of uh, immaturity, and, and you know the the word that I really don't like is that it kind of just makes him seem lazy. No, no, say it. He is lazy. Like, I mean, he's lazy and immature, and you know, it's like, man, you got to grow out of that. Look, at, it's we talked about this all off season. What what are the two biggest things that needed to happen, or really the biggest thing that needed to happen for this team to go to the next? Zion and BX. Play defense. To, you've got, I mean, you literally just watched. It. I mean, I don't understand how you could watch the playoffs and watch how hard Giannis and Middleton and Drew Holiday play. Like, watch how hard those guys play on both ends. And that, that was our whole thing. It's like, as they grow, as these guys get older, as they get more mature, hopefully these things start to trigger. And this is just a really, really bad start. Like, this is not giving me any level of optimism that Zion is, lear- is maturing the way that an NBA superstar that's going to lead a team like deep in the playoffs consistently, he's just not mentally. It doesn't seem like he's getting, getting there. No, he's, I, and listen, I love Zion. Like I like when he's on the court and playing, I love watching him play, but I'm so tired of the off 
off the court issues, not happy, very overweight, immature. immature, all this different kind of stuff. Now, this team's very good when Zion's on the court. This team without Zion? Whew. You saw him last night. I know they were out Brandon Ingram. Mm. Last two games, they lost They lost by 37-30. Tinfoil hat. Here we go. I'm, I'm just what saying. He, you what? think he's really upset about Lonzo leaving? Who? Zion. Zion. They like partners. I mean, they're really good friends, but tinfoil hat and just it, no, it's fine. It's a fair but, question, but, it's, but like, it's, 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 it's it a goes, business. It goes back. No, to exactly I understand that, but said. at the same thing, I, no, that's what I'm saying. It, it plays into that the immaturity level of it. Like, yeah, you think that could be something to where they were like, oh, where's now Lonzo's going out and he's making threes and he's doing this. He's basically kind of giving us a big, you know, f you in a sense of us not wanting to pay him. He was like, "Oh, I can go get this money at somewhere." And this else, is where you know? this is where a stronger organization, I don't yes. think, necessarily deals with a lot of these issues because, you, like, a twenty-year-old yeah. that comes in and is overweight and misses most of his first season, and then plays, you know, plays really well his second year, right? But we finished outside of the top ten. I mean, ten Gosh. teams make the playoffs outside of the top ten. I, I'm so, I don't care whether you're LeBron James or Bobby James, like. I don't give a shit what yeah. you want to do with the organization. You're fucking 20 and you haven't done shit here yeah. yet. Like I understand that you're a superstar yeah. and that you're going to be, you know, you're all everything, but like, buddy, you're not running the team. Where's, talk to me after, talk to me whenever you're, we've done something here and then I'll take your input on what, what needs to happen with the rest of the team. Otherwise get your fucking ass to work. Also, yeah, I know we harp on this accountability <laughs> stuff at the same time. When are we as fans and I'll, uh, throw us in that loop is the media now. Oh, I like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but when are we going to have to hold ourselves accountable putting him up on this pedestal for the past two and a I'm half so years? I'm so glad you brought this up. You know, like we have done the same thing and we fed into this. I'm not going to say his ego, you know, because I don't know him. I don't know him personally. I haven't talked to him. But everybody, I mean, he's the next big thing. He plussed out the shoe, you know, like all this shit that comes with it and just hype, 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 hype. And then he just is like, oh, and he's also been dunking on white kids for the past, you know, seven <laughs> years at these, you know, Catholic high schools coming right. up. And AAU is ruining people. I will die on that hill yeah. and saying that AAU sucks. Yeah. And I think it should not be played with these younger kids. But it's just there. It's when do we have to take? I'm glad you brought this you up. Know? And this is why I went on that little tangent on Twitter. It's like, why doesn't anybody ask Zion about his progression. Why did it take two weeks? And me and all three of us had, I had a different conversation with both of y'all and y'all, you're a Nationals fan, you're a Cardinals fan, I'm a Red Sox fan since it's postseason baseball. Could you imagine Juan Soto, uh, Albert Pujols when he was with the Cardinals, like Mookie Betts, Dave Ortiz, all these different superstars, as y'all say, right? Yeah. Could you imagine them being hurt or showing up overweight and the media just not asking him about it for two weeks? They didn't ask about, they didn't ask about a Zion Williamson update for two weeks. When he was supposed to be on the court, because I took I took the press conference clips, and both David Griffin and Zion Williamson both said, "I'll be ready for opening day." I mean, so why is he not? What changed? Why is he not ready for opening day? Because what, what David Griffin said two weeks ago is that, "Hey, we laid out a plan with both medical team, with both family members, with Zion and myself." Has that plan been fulfilled? Because clearly not. Because what they both said is, "I'm be ready for ready for opening day." Yeah. He hasn't ran. Will Giller just came out with it. He has not ran. Or I'm sorry, maybe it was um, uh, Lopez, Angel Lopez. He hasn't ran. So he hasn't 
fully sprinted on a basketball court in four months. I ran. The chair's gonna be a mess. I ran across the street today, so I've ran more than Zion yes. has in the past. So two he months. hasn't run in four months, and you're telling me that he was supposed to be ready for opening day. What happened? Tell me what happened because everyone's they, giving they, him the passing. They, it's a it's a bad it's a broken I mean, I foot. Know, but you, but you, I mean, I understand what you're saying right now. But I mean, you we they Just lied to you on a lie. Yeah, they they lied to you. I mean, that's, that's what happened, and and we you knew, but we knew you knew at the time they lied to you. What? I don't. I, I knew about the piano being lied. I didn't. I really thought Zion would have made it opening night. And maybe I'm full. Maybe I, I've been a fan of this team for so long. Like shame on you me. You could tell by the honestly. I could tell. Line. You could tell by the rolls in Zion's neck during media day <laughs> that he wasn't going to be ready. Like you could just tell that he hasn't been playing. Like you don't. It's just the NBA. Somebody would have walked up behind him and swiped a credit card on the back of his neck. It's just. It's. It. You've got to. I mean, these guys. This is a year round. Job that that involved. I mean, th- what was the story? Chris Paul and LeBron James are spending like a million dollars a year on their body. Tom Brady, all the superstars. those guys. To be are, fair, that's a lot of money. You got to make that money. I know. Yeah. It's, it's it's more. It's just the point of how serious you have to take this. I mean, yeah. a, it's a eighty-two games, compacted schedules. There are a lot of forward. travel. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. There's a there's a. I mean. Brandon Ingram apparently plays basketball like 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm does. not saying that you have to be on that level, but like surely someone, and this is the problem is I don't think anyone has done this is like, somebody's got to explain to Zion, like, Hey man, you're like, your body type is, is not like conducive to long-term sustainability. Charles Barkley. Like you're going to have to work at this man. Work. And, and when you don't work at it, Little shit's gonna happen. You're gonna break a foot. You're gonna pull it. You don't think this dude's gonna pull a hamstring in the first month of coming back? Tweak a calf or something. It's hard. To, this is why I'm so sick we? of being lied to. Because Zion says this. It goes back to his press conference, and I'm I'm trying to like just get this out on the ways he said. I because I'm working so hard. You ain't working shit. Okay, he's not working hard. He hasn't worked hard in three years. He's never looked like the Zion Williamson at Duke. And someone brings up the the point of that play at Virginia, right? When he started in the middle of the lane, it made that ridiculous leap to block yeah. the shot in the corners. Everybody remembers like the, the most like viral video. that happened a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one time? Has he been that body type at all since being in new Orleans? No. Has he been that explosive? No, he hasn't. He weighs 320 pounds. <laughs> he could be playing for the saints right now. Yeah. So, I mean, what, like, and I don't want to just keep, I mean, I don't want to keep harping on it because it's, it's all stuff that, that we know and everybody else knows. It just, it, it is, it's frustrating. Like it's frustrating, I'm frustrating because here we are, the season's about to start and, and what, right? But we tried to one of the biggest seasons in franchise history, not, not, not to mention. And here we are. I mean, to be fair, every year forward is going to be one of the biggest no, years. No, it's because yeah. the, the Zion coach, moves, Zion, the new coach, everything. David Griffin, yes. this is a huge year. And it's really unfortunate for Willie Graham. I mean, that's the part that doesn't yeah, get talked it about. It's really unfortunate. Came in very positive. Seemed like, and it, this has nothing to do with Willie Green, by the way. But you know, he's just again not. It, it's like he's not being given the full slate, a fair nope. like a, a full deck nope. to work with, and and he's got nope. all this other underlying bullshit that literally has nothing to do with him. And it's just, just going to inhibit. Yeah, it's just going to inhibit how well you know how well he can implement. The things he wants to and do. That also and, shows that we're going to see what type of coach he is. Can he take control of the locker room? That is true. It's out of his hands. But like, it's not completely out do. of his hands. It's not. He, I mean, he can sit until, down and talk with these guys. Until someone, in a sense. I mean, you know, until someone, it, it, he's going to have to publicly 
take call them out. Call yeah. them out. There's just no other way to do it. Yeah. Other, otherwise, you've got a, you've got an organization that is basically tying his hands behind his back. Mm-hmm. He's gonna that, that they're gonna have to do it. it, it it's time. It's just time to say. Hold up. Does he have the? I mean, also at the same We're, time, does he have the, the feet? You know, know, underneath him to do that. I want to be fair about this topic, though, because we're we're going on at least going on Zion. Is it also just unfortunate? Because here's my point: say yes, the broken foot's unfortunate. I'm not saying he made that up. He did break his foot. He had surgery. But there are ways when you break something, and you really love the game, and you want to be the best you can be. Yeah, but do you? But do you think he did all he could to be ready? I'm not, I, I can't say that he didn't because with guys like this and you see this in their feet, when you huge dudes, when they start to break their feet and they have feet problems, you have to be really careful with it. You have to be really careful with it coming back because same problems can keep arising. Sure. Same thing could keep going. So on. then do you think it's kind of just unfortunate events as well? It is. I think it's a combination of everything. Everything sucks. <laughs> <laughs> everything sucks, but I, no, but no, but seriously, it's just, it's, there, there are, and they have, and again, we go back to this word, <clears throat> coddling. You're coddling him when he first comes back. He was frustrated with the way that they had him set up that first year when he came in. With the burst. But he, was, the, burst. But he was overweight. But he was overweight. That's what I'm saying. Everything, everything. They're not meeting in the middle. Mm-mm. They're not helping each other out in, in all of these situations, it seems. So that's just going to continue to happen and it's going to become bigger things and bigger things and bigger things until there's an explosion until there's an explosion and it's, and I feel it's like, over and i think we're on the brink of it i don't I feel think like we're we there yet maybe the end of this year something happens depending on how this year goes if but it could happen i mean it could it very well could happen this year especially with the way that everything's been handled so poorly up until this point so Final, final thoughts are us before we get to talking actual basketball. I just, I just really want the team and the organization to just understand that, like honesty. In these situations, I find is you've got a fan base that is excited but just yeah. so frustrated, and I feel like you know that there's just a level of honesty that they should be having with the fan base. Like it's okay to just come out and say, Hey, look, Zion had a broken foot this off season, working through it. We don't have a timetable at this point. Mm. He's, he's no, I'm saying two weeks ago. Okay. Okay. Two weeks, yeah. Not, yeah right now you look like you're, you're, right. you're, fu- you're screwed. Now, now you're fucked. Cause yeah. you're like, it's your, cause they said it, they both just, said it, but yeah. just come out and say, Hey, look, he had a great year last year. We're not risking anything. He's not going to play till he's a hundred percent. It's a foot injury. Like we're not going to just what you said. Yeah, big guy jumps a lot. Like we everybody people are stupid. Like people just aren't stupid. And and that's when I'm when I'm lied to. It makes it makes you feel like they think oh everybody's stupid. We'll just tell them this and then you know it's like just like we would have been you'd have been frustrated. Yes, you'd have been frustrated, but you wouldn't have been mad to say even like well fuck it man he's out there. I mean I'm sure he's working hard to come back and everything else. Now it's that well you said he'd be ready for opening day. It, It just it. Yep. One yep. untruth, a one um, untruth just builds and builds and builds until now you've created this bigger right. problem where you could have just said, "Hey, we We're don't have running. a timetable at this point. He's not. He's just. He's not running yet." I think they're catering to the majority of fans who are kind of stupid. And I'll be honest. I mean, most fans are. I mean, I, I don't. I've never. I have. They're felt, catering to the majority of them just to get. That's why this. That. That's, that's why this franchise yeah. has been a problem. Yeah. In my years. history of watching professional sports. I, I feel like this last two years, the David Griffin era has, has 
been more bullshit fed yeah. yep. to the fan base than any yep. other organization that yep. I, I can recall. Yeah, yeah. I, I, can, I haven't followed many others yep. that closely, but yes, it's, I mean, this the, the, one, the Saints, you know, right? I mean, yeah. there, there's a lot of Saints were shit until Sean Payton. There's just, like, we're not going to do it like this anymore. There's a lot. I, I just feel like every time someone from the organization is on TV or is giving a, a press conference, it just is a lot of fluff and bullshit. Yeah. And it's okay just to be honest. Like it's okay just to be honest. Like, because guess what? Honesty holds people accountable. Well, <laughs> it does. It does. But it, it just, does. What it, no, what it does is it 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 allows you to then lean back on the truth, right? Like, sure. We didn't have a timetable. Yes, that's everything. You know, once you start lying and you got to keep up a lie, you that's continuously what, and that's lie, what I'm saying. And lie and lie and like, lie. And I just didn't understand the whole why David Griffin opens up. We met with Zion's parents. We met with the metal. Like clearly, they had a plan. And the plan was to get him back by opening night. I just want to know what the fuck changed. They just keep kicking the can down the road, I think. It's just they're just they're covering their ass that day. It's like, oh, we'll get through today. Yeah. And then it's like two weeks hiatus. Exactly. Yeah. Which goes to show we'll get all of the underlying issues yeah. because there's it sounds like there's probably not a lot of communication between Zion and the organization right now. What they, now they're gonna tell you there is he's not showing up. Of course there's no fun. But they don't they don't they don't know like I, and that's it's just as crazy. I think we're in a we're in a very dangerous spot. Yep. Right now, we're in a dangerous spot because it's, it's not just Zion. Don't don't make that like, don't make that mistake. This is a fucking cloud hanging over the entire oh, yeah. team. Yeah, and it's you're gonna see it. I mean, what you're gonna see it. I'm listen, I hate the results. The, resu the results are gonna show. <laughs> we're gonna. Yeah. You want to talk about basketball? For a we're little gonna little? lose. I mean, like, all right. So let's talk of the season. I. Just going, I feel so deflated after yesterday. I was really excited over the offseason. I thought they had a great summer league. I thought, I thought, I think Trey Murphy and Herb Jones are going to be fantastic. I'm so excited for them. But this team just doesn't work without Zion Williamson. Like, and Brandon Ingram can win us some basketball games, and that's fine. But when you take Zion 25 and 25 and eight and 6% for the field out of your lineup with probably 10 to 12 free throw attempts, like, that's a big hole. Yeah. And we have no yeah. depth. We have no depth. We, no. we have none. Behind Zion Williamson, so I I was optimistic. I'm now yeah. Let let's turn on the table. I do kind of want to talk about one of the things because we, we've I know we. What went do you want to talk about? Is it the backcourt? Oh, it should be a good. lot of What's people. Well, no, I just too many there's a, cooks. There's a lot of folks that are that were very too excited about cooks. Alexander Walker, and I feel like I've I've said this now for a little while. I'm excited about the type of player he is. I think there's some things he can do. We like we really need to temper expectations. He's a role I think, player. I, I think a lot of folk, people think that that Alexander Walker is going to come in and average twenty points and and really take. And I think he can take a step up this year. I'm worried that he's going to be just terribly inefficient. He uh, was. Uh, I think it's three or eleven last night. He, his first two games is really good. Uh, his last two came last two games is really inefficient, as you were saying. Um, but guys without Zion, like without Zion and Bi, obviously you can key in on them all. Yeah, that's so. I think Bi will will help that a little bit, but I do think. That uh, I'm, I'm actually on the other side. I think the Cougs and Walker probably could average 18 to 20 a night, but will it be efficient? That's that's yeah, the I just, I'm, I'm nervous that offensively right now, without I mean, because you got to we're not gonna have Zion for the first however long, right? I say at least I'm, 10 15 games. I'm, just, I'm, I'm nervous about month. putting too much on his plate. I, I don't, I just because he's not a great know. shot selection type of yeah, guy. I'm just I'm concerned a little bit about 
trying so, to run too much offense uh, through him. I, I think he'd actually be better off in the second unit. Do you call so, him what he is? He's a role player. I think right be, now, I think he'd be better his, off in the second unit. In but. his spot, in in his not spot of his career, that was stupid. Um, <laughs> he is a role player. He is at what I, I I'd be cool with seven to ten shots a night. He ain't, he's gonna take more than that. I, I think know. I'm saying that. this is what I would like, though. So, but but I think that's okay. If he, if he, I would like to see him as maybe a guy that can maybe as a guy that can be part of the closing group. But I would really he's like to close. see him. I would really like to see him run in the second unit. I mean, that's gonna, fine. He's got to play. He's, 20, he's gonna play twenty something minutes a night. But I, I think I'd like to see him really leading the second unit as Which opposed is fair. to yeah. I don't care if he starts. I don't care if Nas starts or doesn't start. He's gonna get thirty plus a night. So that doesn't really matter to me. Um, I'm concerned I do about talk, thirty minutes a night. Really? What? Yeah, I don't, uh, I'm, 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 I don't know that. that. I don't. I think, think defensively is pretty I'm good. I'm not worried about the minutes, but what I meant by seven to ten shots, like you said earlier, is the shot selection. It yeah. comes down to better shot selection. Now, with Zion and B, with Zion and B on the B I on the court, probably shots like shot selection is better. Well, that's what I'm hoping. So then you're going to go with yeah. Devonte and I guess Trey as your backcourt if Nas not starting. So you have Devonte, Trey, B I. Figure it out. Throw somebody in. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm saying once Zion, Na- that, yeah. Najee. Yeah, I don't know what. Sorry, was, who, uh, if Josh Hart has to start, I'm, I'm not. I'm just if if if, the, if I have to watch Josh Hart in the starting lineup, I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. I don't no, do. I, no, you're not starting Josh Hart. I would. Who are you starting? Who are we? Najee. So you're gonna start Najee. So Trey would probably then move. Yeah, I mean. Just what, get it out what there. Are you, what are you saying? You're, are you asking what's going to be the starting lineup for opening night? Yeah. Devontae, Trey, B.I., Najee, and J.V.? Probably. Is that right? Probably. Against the Philadelphia 76ers? <laughs> no, nah, they'll, probably, they'll probably start in all. They, they won't start. I don't think they'll start. I uh, think they would just for. They're not going to start. Probably start they're Devontae not going to start Trey. They're not going to start Trey, though. But then who's running no. that second unit? Kyra, he kind of Saturansky will be fine running the second unit. I'm not a big Sadow guy. I think he's atrocious. That's not this. My this is basically this was my where I was leading into the yep. the NOS of the, it's, it's it's a shaky backcourt. It's a, I mean even, and even I thought with, that was yeah, even with Zion it, it's it's going to be a shaky backcourt. Um, I like Devonte Graham. I I think yeah, once I like Zion's him. back, I, I'm I'm excited about him. I think he's going to fit well with you know he's, assuming everything gets going. Um, I'm excited about Jonas Valanciunas too. I think it's he's great. It's just when you take out your all-world talent, uh, your team kind of—it's got a hole. Like yeah. it is what it is. We have a hole. We have a, a giant hole. Like Zion Williamson yeah, is but, everything. Yeah, but I mean that's whatever. That is what it is, and we, we've kind of beaten that horse. Yeah, but if Zion's out 15, 20 plus games, like you ain't making the playoffs. What I've got big news for you? You ain't making the playoffs. I, you thought we were making the playoffs? Yeah, I think with a healthy roster, you we do. I really do. I think we would made. I think we would made the, the, the other. Playoffs. The other guy, and this is this is going back to summer league. You know, as I'm kind of harping on our backcourt, I, I I would like to see. Ky- I mean, Kyra Lewis is not. Yeah, I made the league yet. Yeah, he. I almost wonder if is he a guy that would have benefited from from a year in the G League. I mean, looking back in hindsight, now yeah, it, Sam and Gunny wasted him, but there was yeah. also no G, G League. I mean, no, no, it's, a it's, it's, a, it's a tough. I'm not in, in any way blaming him. He, it just I haven't I haven't really. He hasn't gotten me excited. Yeah, no, nah, he hasn't taken the, that. The league. summer league didn't. I was really expect. You know, how a lot of those second year guys, if they come into, they go into the summer league and they really dominate. Yeah, I mean, one year in the NBA and it's like, well, I mean, they just know how to play. There's a feel for the game. They're just a step ahead of those guys just entering the league, even though it's only one year difference. And I just, I didn't see that in summer league, and I, I haven't really seen 
you know, a lot to get me real excited so far yeah. in, in the preseason. So I don't, there, there's, I have some, some big questions about the back. So right there's a lot of question marks about this team. I, once again, take Zion Williamson out. There's, it's just, this team doesn't go without Zion. That's why I'm so frustrated with the whole Zion thing. It just sucks. It just sucks. It, it does, but you got to look. You got to look around. I mean, you take the best player off pretty much any team, and it's sure gonna be, it sucks. It's going to be ugly. But he's off of our team all but the you, time. But you, what I'm trying to do here is look at the stuff, the ancillary stuff, right? Like assuming Zion's going to come back at some point. <laughs> ancillary word of the day, <laughs> right? And so, I think everybody we're obviously all super excited about Trey Murphy. There's yeah. that seems to be a player, right? You're excited about Herb, Herb Jones. Love Herb. I've seen. I mean, you've been posting some videos. I think he seems like a guy that really has a feel for the game, mm-hmm. knows what he's doing. Love. It's Herb. some of the other like I'm. I can't even tell you how pessimistic I am about Didi. He's a Julie uh, guy. He's not. I, close. I wanted to I bring him up. What's going on? You know, David Fisher unblocked us. By the way, did he? Uh, did I saw that? Welcome today. back, oh, welcome Fish. Back, Fish. Yeah. I guess you're back. I guess What's we're back up? now. By the way, David Fisher. So, but he was the guy that said like, "Didi's this this next coming of Jesus." It's yeah. like, ah, he's, like, he's not like. Well, I mean, yeah, they were pretty. Even 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 the organization was pretty excited about him when he was playing over in Brazil, Julie. right? Yeah, he's a Julie guy. He's got yeah. a long way to go. It's, there's just a, sure, a lot but, of those guys that I was, you know, you they were around. I mean, not look. Didi only played what, like four games the end of last year or whatever it yeah. was. And then the yeah. summer league. He's got a long way to He's go. He's got a long way. He just has a long way to go. But there's, you know, you, you try to spend that time looking at, you know, each piece, right, of the puzzle and how can it fit in the future. Najee, great find. Seems like a guy that's going to be Najee. able to play a few minutes. He hustles. He does some stuff. It's it's Didi, Kyra, a lot of some guys. It just, there's, they really haven't. Taking that, yeah, they look, you know, and I'm not saying that they can't, especially Kyra. There, there's a learning curve there. Yeah, sure. Um, but Kyra, just just want to see a little more out of those guys, and yeah. hopefully, you know, hopefully those those are the pieces that benefit you in the future. But see how they work in this offense. I, you know, I'm. Gonna, I, I said this on the yeah, I said this on the last podcast. I think I did with Elliot, but um, I think Herb Jones will leap and make a jump over Josh Hart sooner rather than later. I think he's a really good basketball player. Yeah, I was so disappointed. I think he's a really, really good basketball player. I was really disappointed to bring. Now, I know that the, I think the contract was really. Yeah, the contract doesn't matter. Yeah, it was really team friendly. I I, I didn't. Yeah, I'm not a big Josh Hart guy. Neither am I. I think it's just fake. Everything's fake about him. But I mean, he's not that very good shooter. Like he rebounds. That's great. But he's undersized for his position. He can't really handle the basketball. He's not that great of a shooter. Can't really create. I, I, the list goes on and on. Herb Jones, on the other hey, hand, hey, is a really hey. good defender. He had 20 rebounds in one game. Okay, <sighs> did he? Didn't he? I don't know. I think he did. Herb Jones, uh, <laughs> probably not. Defensively, he's really good. Herb Jones did post the clip today. His footwork's fantastic. His anticipation's really good. Uh, offensively, you see him every day working with Vincent, which is awesome to see. Yeah. Uh, but he's got the IQ, high IQ guy. Just up, just up 17, high motor guy, just like Najee Marshall um, and Trey Murphy. So I'm, I am excited about that younger group. Um, overall, uh, I just, uh, there's, I think Schmidt tweeted it last night, but there's a lot of questions surrounding this team, right? You now. ever heard of the, uh, too many cooks? I don't think we have too many cooks. I just don't think we have enough talent. We don't have too many cooks. We have too many cooks and not enough talent. That's a big problem because <laughs> you don't have, you don't have a guy in the backcourt that's standing out necessarily, right? Well, we're, we're leaning on Nah. And then Ross is saying we're leaning exactly. So that's not good if that's the guy that we're leaning on, yeah, right. and it's it's a guy that we're kind of in limbo about if we even want in the starting lineup. I, so yeah. I said resign Lonzo. I just just gonna say that. Yeah, well, I, said, you know, I know, but at the same time, Ross made a good point last year. Bi Lonzo and Zion are those our guys? True. Clearly, they're not. True. So it's, 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 if, if you pay him, that's who they are, and that's what we are. 
So it's just, I, where are we going to go? We are. Uh, uh, we, I, I thought maybe we were out of the crossroads of shit. But we're, we're, we're right back there. I think we're, 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 we get deeper in it every yeah. year. We, we, at the end of the year, we think we're going to come out and then we just get a little bit further in. It's like quicksand. It's a, Shane Falco. I'll tell you, this, this, quicksand. <laughs> like Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so, I just, uh, yeah, we're going to wrap this podcast up. I'm just, uh, I'm really upset with the whole Zion situation. And maybe, listen, maybe it's unfortunate. Yeah, maybe the luck is not there. It's an unlucky break, and no pun intended. But um, I just wish there was more transparency. I wish there was more truth in this organization. Right now, you're just not getting it. Just not getting it. And so opening night's, what, seven days away. We open up against Philly, then go on the road against Chicago. So two of the big East teams. So just had, that's just had a vision of David Griffin screaming, you can't handle the truth at us. <laughs> <laughs> We definitely need to, <laughs> we need to get that up. Lala, if you're watching, we need to get, uh, we need to get that going. Um, final thoughts, Ross and Steven. Yeah, there's, we're talking about the season about to start, and, yeah, I mean, there's disappointment in the Zion stuff. But that's opportunity for somebody else, right? Yep. I mean, there's a lot of young sure. guys on the roster. Sure. And, unfortunately, it's fair. we got what we got, and, and the Zion thing is what it is, and you still got to go out there and play basketball. So I'm excited. I think there's uh, – you know, there, there's like I said, there, there's opportunity. You've got Trey Murphy, who who seems to be coming on. There, I mean, you really, there's a lot of Trey. twenty to twenty three year old guys on the roster, and yeah. fuck it, somebody's gonna have to play yeah. well, or else yeah. we're just gonna suck again. And so, uh, excited to see what the the younger sort of, you know, I won't call them no names, but but not big names. I guess you, you know, can say draft picks that Griffin yeah. has. Like you know, Hayes is gonna be coming back, but Trey, Kyra, a, Justin, Herb, you and I, have beat, you and I have beaten this to death. If you ever want to make a move to get a big player, right? A brat, whatever. We go through this con- this cycle every year. Every year, picks alone won't do it. Yes, you, somebody else, one of these young guys, is going to have to elevate himself to a point of value, right? And right now, none of these guys have any value. To, to yeah. honestly, to our team or in in the the greater market, Kyra has no value. I don't need, I don't think Nall has that much value yet. Uh, Jackson Hayes not that much value. So I'm very curious to see who plays themselves into a valuable position for either our team or in a possible sure. trade market down the road. So opportunity for, for somebody. That's here good. Wow. Next. You're optimistic. Yeah. I'm pessimistic. I'm, I'm not optimistic. pessimistic. Just, you got to find the silver lining somewhere. I'm very pessimistic. I feel like I'm getting into a relationship with a new person with just red flags shooting yeah. up everywhere. And that's, that's how I'm going to look at this season. Hopefully it goes well. I'm going to ride this bitch out. <laughs> just like you did. Just like you did. Ida. Of course. Listen. And like, I'm glad you mentioned that. Of course, I'm be, like we're all ride or die pals. Like we love the pals. I just like to call it as I see it. I, I, I just the fakeness, the whole, just not telling the truth is really getting to me. So, um, listen, a lot of lot of questions, but a lot of as you said, exciting things with the young guys. It's not exciting. It's just opportunity. Okay. Well, yeah. I, you know, fuck me then, right? <laughs> I mean, he's right. <laughs> Try to be it's excited. Not that exciting. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to our channel, like it. It helps us out. I, I don't like doing that. But anyways, uh, shout out to Company Burger located at 4600 Ferret Street. Shout out to Boo Crew Media. Shout out to Ornitos Tequila. Really, really good to see both of you back in studio. Um, missed y'all. I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to get back in the season. So I know yeah. we're going to go live actually after the Bulls game. We're going to try to go live on Excellent. Twitch after the Bulls game. So join us. Um, as always, you can follow us on Propels Talk on Instagram or Twitter or check out our YouTube page or check out 
Twitch or check out Periscope, all that different kind of stuff. Um, and shout out to you two. So here it is. Cheers to our liquid death. Liquid death. It's water. 2021-2022 NBA season starts next week. As always, thanks for joining and go Pell Steven gets out. Kisses.